Did you know at Kroger, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store? Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards, with no hidden fees or markups on your same family favorites, like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce. The only difference is you don't have to put on shoes. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, now, you know what that means. Look, I, I can see it now. The, the memes keep coming. I wonder what the memes be looking like today. All right, all right. The slap. Okay, okay, so another one, another one. Damn, don't people have anything else better to talk about? You know, like this right here, this, this done the froze the world, man. You know, nobody even watches this damn show, but at the same time, this one thing here. Really got everybody's attention. <gasps> oh my God, where are we going to be at? You know, I'm not even going to talk about it because you already know about it. But at the same time, I already made a video about it. And the video was so, uh, you know, like it's not even made for J360 Radio worth talking about. But there are the implications that will come after we're going to have to talk about. So you know something? The whole thing to me is stupid, but I know the society I live in, so we're going to have to discuss it anyway because comedy is at stake once again. So let's go on ahead and break it down because welcome to the J-Man Show here on J360 Radio! Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Yes, yes, yes. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Ah, yes, it feels good to be back behind the mic. Oh, I'm ready, I'm ready. Oh, we got to do this again <laughs> at my home where I need to be. J360 ready for the J-Man Show. And this is episode 248. And I am J-Man, of course. Yes. Uh, you know, it's weird, guys. It seems like we haven't seen each other for like a week now, huh? <laughs> Those of you who are, I haven't forgotten you, but man, you know I tried. I- I'm kidding, kidding! But, you know, as we go on about it, uh, I take it you all seen what happened. I don't want to go in depth with it. I don't even want to talk about it, but like I said, I want to talk about the implications and the consequences afterwards, because once again, people are not letting this go. I think somebody actually tattooed that incident on their body. That is how stupid the world is. You know, like, it's comedy, folks. You know 
how we're all in this dystopian setting right now with all this crazy stuff going on. You're monitored at every turn. People are talking about you, even with remote work and all that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> you, you can't get away from it, but people are still finding ways to uh, make this life just unbearable as possible. Either from cringe or just, like, outright doing stupid things that they will never, ever, ever get held accountable for. You know, worse things. Like, I'm more shocked and appalled at the whole thing regarding January 6th than I am about, like, what happened on the Oscars. Because, you know, much like any award show these days, they're not about the crafts or the hardworking people that make those damn movies and stuff. No, it's all circle jerk, and it's all about, hey, the elite are swapping and, and all this kind of stuff. I don't even give a damn who wins Best Picture anymore because, you know... You've seen all of the cruxes behind it and stuff, and just to generate some sort of heat or attention, they got to have some controversy that goes on. And as far as I'm concerned, the controversy is that this stuff is still on air anyway. There we go. And it really gets interesting to me, like, with that happening now, everybody's like, oh my, oh, what are we going to do? Oh, where are we at? And it's like, oh, just, just shut up. Just, just shut up. It happened. Whatever resolution that's coming into play around here is not going to be handled right anyway. It's going to be handled with that old-fashioned, poorly <laughs> executed way of doing things. Because that's usually how it goes. Oh yeah, we done fixed everything, Jay. Uh-huh, and I take a look at it, I'll be like, yeah, ain't nothing fixed. It's still the same pile of crap that we, we went ahead and we sent in not too long ago to get fixed. But then again, once again, I'm going to have to do your damn job anyway. You understand what I'm saying? Like, y'all never seen altercations before. Like, oh, yeah, it's different, though, Jay. They're celebrities. No, it's not different, though. Celebrities are just as bad as you and I are. They just avoid taxes and have much more money. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is, like, the most of it you have to look into. At the end of the damn day, I wouldn't put any of them on a pedestal. I'd just be like, you know what? Great stuff for what you had done. But right off the bat here... I'm going to go ahead and try to make my life livable because I'm not in that circle yet. But now that I see what that circle looks like, hmm, do I even want to be a part of that or not anymore? Nah, I still want to work on the craft. I still want to work on the movies. I still want to work on the shows and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm not, not going away from that. But the way that I look at all that kind of stuff, it's just hollow ground over there, man. That's all that stuff is. It's just like look at it from time to time. All this glitz glamour. There ain't no glitz and glamour. It's a put on. I think the Who said it best, Eminence Front, because that's pretty much what it is. You know, that song that's used now to sell GMCs. Ah, damn. <laughs> uh, so, no, I'm not impressed, man. I, I sit right here, I look at this kind of nonsense, but I do stand with the comedian because the comedian is doing his job. And the thing about it is, when you're out here and you're speaking to public, I, I wonder what stand-up is going to be like now. Because, I mean, now that this has happened, there are other people out there that are gung-ho and game and willing to go ahead and do this stuff to a higher degree. Oh, he says so. I can't say nothing back. Oh, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to put it in my own hands. Yeah, man. And remember in that video, if you saw it, I said, if you even think about doing something like that, I'm going to kick you in your mouth. I'm going to disfigure you. I will make you unrecognizable to your mama and everybody. They could never even give you an open casket funeral if you even think about it. And if I'm going down that night, I ain't going alone, dumbass. Keep that in mind. Do you understand? And I just realized something too, guys. I found out I'm rude. But hey, most truth tellers are. And the thing is, it's like, I, I got to give kudos, you know, to um, 
to the comedian for actually standing there and all, you know, and carrying on. Because that's what you're supposed to do. The show must go on. And you see, like, people who don't understand how comedy works, everything is fair game in the public domain. If you're a private citizen, that's a little bit different. You understand? Because private citizen is private citizen. If you're in the public spectrum like a celebrity or like, you know, an electoral figure, a dignitary, all that kind of stuff. Like at one time, you know, jesters were there to make fun of all the things that the kings used to do. And it was funny. It was entertainment. That's what entertainment is. It's supposed to be absurd. It's supposed to be a joke. It, it, like, like a long time ago, people started getting real, real serious. Or I think like, you know, the most sensitive people in the world have started taking seats of power and didn't understand at part of that power. You know, there's going to be people making fun of you, making parodies about you, all that other kind of stuff. I used to have, like, um, I used, yeah, 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 y'all remember Keith, right? Oh, oh Jay, you got to come ready to work. Yeah, shut up, Keith. Y'all remember that? <laughs> he was real sensitive, too. But, you see, the problem is, it's like when you're a leader or something, there's always going to be somebody in your flock or whatever or follows you that jokes that goes ahead and they make all this other kind of stuff. Now, there's a difference if they keep harassing you about same joke or if they keep chiming at you every time you do something wrong and stuff like that. That's different. But you see, like, if it's like a one-off thing and all that, be a sport about it and don't worry. Because at the end of the day, you're still in charge of your spot, aren't you? You're still in charge of your leadership. It's not going to take away from you. Until you're like done, you give up, all that kind of stuff. Some of y'all give up because there ain't no median point with you. You go from 0 to 60 on anything. Actually, no, not 60 anymore. You go to 90 on things because, oh, I can't be talked about. Yes, you can, and you will be, unfortunately. You understand what I'm saying? And people don't realize that. But you see, that's in like the crux of things. Like There's a difference between that and, and you know comedy. But when it comes to like actual comedy and stuff, when you go to the venue and stuff, the comedian's not coming over to see you. You're going to see that comedian. You're going to actually sit there and listen to what he or she or non-binary has to say about the observations regarding life or what exactly like you know their their sex life is and how they make fun of themselves in addition to making fun of each other. But you see, the thing is, y'all don't know how to laugh at yourselves, and this person has already achieved that effect. That's why they're able to do it so well. And they make fun of themselves, too, about things. You know what I'm saying? When you go after the audience, chances are you should have went after yourself first, and then you go after yourself first. But some of y'all, when y'all looked at an event, you said this. You looked at Well, it's not even an event. When you looked at that incident, you said, oh, you need to do your research before you, blah, blah. You need to do your research before. Shut up. That is not the way it friggin' works. Let me tell you this, okay? So, say like I'm a performer, which I am, and if I'm getting a feel for the crowd, do you think it's appropriate for me to walk around with a clipboard and do a survey on what diseases and what problems you have so that I could go ahead and pull them out of my act to the point where, guess what, you're comfortable, they're comfortable, everybody's comfortable, and then we could go ahead and get this um, politically correct joke out there for you all to somehow entertain? I won't even get a quarter of the room with that kind of a joke. Some, somebody got to go ahead and do some research beforehand. Oh, got to be in the lab and take a look at some DNA slides and see like, oh, oh, yeah, you have acoplegia. Oh, oh, yeah, you have problems with your balls. Oh, yes, you have problems um, with, with your vag. You got dry vag, stinky old dry vag, you know. Oh, uh, yes, we, we should never really talk about that. Oh, ladies, uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, gentlemen, did you know that disappearing dick syndrome is a problem for husky men? Things like that, you, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. And you real sensitive and you break down and you got nerd and want to get mad at me in the audience about it, right? See, at that point, once again, if you can't handle going to a performance because I didn't go to your house, but you in my house because, yeah, I have that venue rent it to me for that hour or so. And you get offended, then you have every damn right to leave, but don't expect your money to come back. That's just the way it is. You're in that house. And if you feel as though, like, hey, you're not going to have a good time, or guess what, you're not wearing the right shirt, or you're not wearing the, the right stuff, or whatever it is, you know, chances are, like, that comedian probably won't even mess with you. But if you are being of a certain way about things... Yeah, they probably will. If you come to the show late, you're fair game because guess what? Everybody else came on time. What the hell's your problem? You know, and you knew that was going to happen. And then at that point, they'll get you for that moment and then they'll leave you alone. But, you know, if you go ahead and you go that extra mile and stuff like that, well, guess what? Now you pretty much made yourself the show at that point. You see what I'm saying? That person up there doing their job and they getting paid to do it. You, on the other hand, came out to be entertained, sit there and be entertained for a little bit. And the thing about it is, if they go at you on that one joke, it probably will be a one-off and that's it. Or they'll look over and be like, oh, damn, he mad at me. You know, (laughs) and then they'll make fun of themselves. You got to know the art form of these things. But I I get it. There is no comic view on, like, basic cable or... Well, you guys don't even use basic cable anymore. Or, like, you know, you have to seek out that kind of uh, material to really understand what goes on. And then the thing is, is just understand the art of the performance, of how it is exchanged and stuff. That's usually how it is. But stand-up is tough anyway because you never know what kind of crowd you're going to get. I I mean, if there was a way I could dial in a crowd, I probably wouldn't even have to promote any of these J360 shows ever again. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, I want the crowd that, that's not overtly sensitive. But the problem is, everybody is sensitive. I mean, there's wars going on. There's the war over in Ukraine. But there's also the war at home. And I done told you, like, four of the fronts as I've been doing these episodes recently. Do you understand? And the thing is, is that it's all about what you can handle. And if you can't handle that, I'm sorry. But you're going to have to work on trying to get that come figured out. Because nowadays, I need to laugh. I laugh at myself. I laugh at people in the jam fam sometimes because of some of the stuff they tell me. And the thing about it is, it's not like the real serious stuff. It's like, you know, oh, Jay, I'm late for the show because, you know, the mastering didn't work out and the, and the, and the record is all to be damned. And, you know, we have a laugh about it. But I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. We'll go ahead and we'll make your spot happen for another episode along the way. It's all in good fun. And it's not really to throw people under a bus. You know, the only time you ever really start roasting people is people that you don't like. But see, once again, people are expecting that there was this underlying animosity towards and underneath of them all this stuff. They, they nose diving into this stuff and investigating it like it's an episode of CSI or some nonsense. And I'm like, you guys could do the energy and put in the time to do all this, but you can't solve any of the real problems that average and other people go through. You understand what I'm saying? I don't give a damn about the Oscars forming a friggin' um, forming a friggin' investigation and all this other stuff. I don't give a damn about that. You know, my mom uh, one time was telling me like, "I, I want to see the backlash. I want to see what happens with the fallout regarding Will." I was like, "I don't. I want this nonsense to end. I don't care about any of that stuff. Why does it always got to be an unperson making situation and all this other stuff? You you don't really need to take away the accolades, but the thing is that we as a society don't need to blow up every single thing until like it being the crux of what we have to go through every damn week. That's what it is, but this society is effed. 
beyond foolery at this point. And you know what? We haven't seen anything too serious happen yet outside of the Ukraine war and outside of the war here at home. I mean, there's a lot of things that we have to take care of first. This is just, once again, seasoning in an already, uh, already crap soup. And I just look at it from time to time. It's just like, ugh. Like, like I, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in a lot of it. This society is ridiculous to me. The stuff is disgusting nowadays. You know? Oh, yeah, we handled Black Lives Matter. No, you didn't. We handled the opioid crisis. No, you didn't. We handled the energy crisis. No, you didn't. Well, 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 we, we, we handled uh, the, the, we handled the coronavirus in all of its many different forms. No, you didn't. Do you understand? The list goes on and on. And what with all that I just named there, laughter is the most important thing. But, oh, no, we got to deem what is uh, censorship and what isn't. What is funny and what isn't. Oh, yeah, you, you, you know, all this other stuff. We, we can't laugh anymore, Jay. You can't have nothing to do. It just, yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's just a whole bunch of real sensitive morons out here who, once again, cannot have any control over their own life, cannot go ahead and call out their friends for being ridiculous, but they like to call you out on something because guess what? They figure, hey, I don't know this person and they don't know what buttons to press on me, but I know I figure I could go ahead and try to control them. I could try to hold something over on them at best. And, you know, I look at it from time to time and I see it and I'm like, you can't control me. If if I'm slowly but surely cycling into a point where my career ends, well, guess what? It was going to go anyway, and I am just looking at it like, hey, let's make this my last concert then. You know what I mean? Blaze of glory, things like that. I don't give a damn who I piss off in the podcast game, the filmmaking game, social media game, or any of this other damn crux of whatever the hell that you guys enjoy. I don't care. I'm doing it for me. Like my, the only people that don't understand this, like I said once again, are real sensitive idiots, uh, some Trumpites, um, you know, celebrities. Because at the end of the day, they forget they're celebrities or some sort of nonsense. But I'd love to tell you how much money they made. Um, and then, of course, you know, other content creators who think that their stuff don't stink. Uh, my mother, for instance, who doesn't understand how comedy works, and I always point it out to her whenever we have our little skirmishes. And they're not even skirmishes now. They're, they're equivalent to, like, how, you know, you talk to, like, um, you know, how you would talk to somebody who plays Pop Warner football who pretty much is asking, like, oh, you know, I'm so good at all this. How come I'm not in the Super Bowl? Because it's Pop Warner football. And, no, that's just not the way it works. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I had to explain it to her where I stood at on that whole thing. And I, and I was very honest about it. But then again, I also realized she just found out that I had a pretty cool independent radio station for about six years. So I, I, I you know, I just, I just shrug and look at it. But even then, like, you know, my mom's an intelligent person and she's very great. But the problem is, is that she can't play this game the same way I can because I'm in the system and she's not. So that's just the way that looks. Me, on the other hand, like, I look at y'all, and y'all got one moment to even think that this stuff was actually right. Oh, you know, these, these are the example. That is not a prime example of black love. That is a prime example of, hey, you know what? This is the only way I'm ever going to look good with my girl and stuff like that. Y'all need to stop. 
I remember there was one podcast group that was over there making a meme every three minutes or so, bringing up like all this stuff and then showing a picture of them with with their heads are touching and stuff. And it's all like a beautiful scene and everything. But let me just tell you this, though. I remember last year where that woman put him through the rigors of unbelievable and uncharted territory where I never could even get anywhere without even seeing that man. You know, with the sad meme and all that stuff, like, if did you suck his dick was a person, all that stuff. Y'all were clowning him when when the when this was happening. Now you're clowning because on the other stuff. You pick a damn side, maybe, I don't know. But at the same time, I know y'all ain't about anything when you pull this kind of crap. And it's funny, too, because whatever happened to Oscars so white? Remember, none of, none of us were supposed to watch the Oscars if you were of minority descent and all that stuff? Remember when that was a big deal? And nobody cared. <laughs> Apparently, everybody forgot it. It was supposed to be a yearly process, wasn't it? Yeah, you forgot, didn't you? But then there's also that whole thing where, like, I remember a lot of people were like, man, you know, the way things are going. And this is like when, you know, all the romantic stuff and Black Lives Matter occurred, like with the rioting and with all the standing up against, like, white-owned businesses and all that stuff. Man, we need to have our own, man. We need to have our own production studios. We need to have our own banks. We need to have our own stuff here. We need we need to get all that stuff together. Yeah, I totally get it. But here's the thing that happened, right? There are black-owned businesses. Hell, you're listening to one right now. But needless to say, right, you want to know what maintains that stuff? You want to know what maintains, like, award shows and celebrating and amplifying black excellence? Well, guess what? Black needs to celebrate black that's what it is, and not wait till February or Juneteenth to do it. Now, I mean, like, all year round, need to go ahead and put the support behind their own businesses and all that kind of stuff. Just like I do with, you know, V-Force uh, media, Family Media and, like, what payment and all that kind of stuff. I'm just naming a few. But needless to say, we need to have that support. But, you know, then again, you realize this because, once again, this is the conversation that the black community is not comfortable talking about. You got black people that don't support black HBCUs. So you think about this. Do you understand? It is just damn crazy how people do this stuff. But, yeah, you can go ahead and put this together, but it needs support, damn it. That's the way it needs and it shouldn't have to be a chime of this or who has that or who who doesn't have this, all that kind of stuff. If you can go see a Tyler Perry movie all the time, that's supporting a business. But at the same time, what about other people who are coming up? What about other people who could play the Black Panther role and everything? What about that? But nobody wants to think about that, right? You, th- I mean, like, really, really look at the food for thought. Look, look at the society that surrounds you from time to time. And I'm not talking about just the news networks. Yeah, they're a problem too. But needless to say, like, just really look around you. Uh huh. It's it's amazing how this stuff goes down from time to time. And we could do better. All of us as a society, we could do better. But we choose not to. That's work. Hmm. You think about it. Like, like, I sit there all the time and I see it. Like, even when I'm doing the J-Man episodes or when I'm doing, like, you know, mini bites and all that kind of stuff, I, I see my numbers. And then there are times where I'm like, you know what? I don't do these shows to be liked. I do these shows because I have something to say. And the point is, is that, guess what? I usually have something to say. And it's all on a range of, um, range of let's see, whether it's really good or at the same time, I'm being really rude. And then there's the moment where it's like, people will try to censor me 
based off of, oh, you know, you shouldn't make humor like that. Oh, you shouldn't do that kind of stuff. I'll do what I damn please. All right? Because I'm not here to please anybody. Except myself. Oh, and of course the missus. And then those of you out there that follow me and actually are like what I'm saying and stuff, because it's true to your form. It's true to your narrative. It's like, you think about it, like, who, who the hell are we trying to cater to these days anyway? Who, who the hell are, got us so overwrought to the point like, oh, yeah, every single joke that we tell is great. It might not be. You might get a couple of duds, but you'll get some that leave an impact. But, hell, if you do something like G.I. Jane 2, I mean, apparently that that's a problem. Even though at the same time, I sit there and I think about it. Who, who the hell even knows what G.I. Jane is? Did, did, did anybody know? Does anybody out here know what G.I. Jane is, you know, under the age of 35? I mean, think about it. I don't remember it being shown at a theater to celebrate, you know, Women's Month. Which, by the way, you know, once again, I, I celebrate my woman and all that stuff every year. So it's like, you know, I, I just, these, these months though, right? But, you know, it's just interesting to me. Does anybody even know about G.I. Jane like that? Because if you don't, you would realize that Demi Moore was pretty badass in that movie. And I could see it with, like, a, you know, a standalone sequel featuring um, any of these uh, strong women on here taking the center stage and actually being pretty badass about it. That would be kind of cool. I'd like that. G.I. Jane 2 things, you know what I'm saying? Or any of those kind of movies. But once again, that, that joke fell flat. And then, of course, oh, yeah, uh, uh, she, he, she was offended, Jay. A lot of y'all are offended by anything these days. You know what I'm saying? When you put two and two together like that, a lot of that stuff, I get it, I know. But, you know, there are times where somebody's wearing a blue shirt, you get offended. Or somebody's wearing a red shirt, you get offended. Or somebody, like, you know, has the ability to produce their own radio stations and stuff, you get offended. I mean, this damn... You know, this damn public is so offended, it offends itself. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you go ahead and you talk about an election that went by. Oh, you are offended. Or you go ahead and you talk about, hey, guess what? You really shouldn't break into a government institution because, you know, the government is one of those entities that has the right to take your life away if you are seen as a threat. But those of you that were like, you know, went over to the Jan 6 rally and had a good time, that's where you're at. And did not expect somebody to fire a bullet on you. They, they managed to kill one woman, but needless to say, you know, was she a part of that disturbance? Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden, you're shocked? I mean, think about it. It's just like, when I bring these things in here, guys, I'm just telling you, that is foolery. And then there's times where people don't want to hear what somebody else has to say because, oh, you know, it's holding you to task or guess what, it, it cramps your style, it beats your narrative down, and then at the end of the day you're like, oh, I just want some happy stories. I just want, you know, uplifting stuff for me so that I can feel better about the way I go through life and everything. Then stop censoring comedy then. And stop stop trying to go ahead and, and mess up somebody else's routine. Or stop trying to make every damn thing a problem. That's the point. You know? You want you want uplifting stuff? Well guess what? There's good comedy too. There's clean comedy. There's there's comedy that even a little bit raw 
because it actually presents what's going on in the world that is actually uplifting. Usually things are pretty lighthearted if you just give it a chance to be lighthearted. You know, and then here's the beautiful part. Like, you know, not everybody will like you. Not everybody's your friend. Even the ones that you call your friends that are in your social circle are not your friends. You got to remember this stuff. And, and the thing is, as I say, your social circle, that also gives you some ownership and some control of who's in here, who's to get rid of, who's to let go, who the hell that you know, you bring this up to them, but guess what? They keep doing the same old things because they don't respect you behind. Then you go ahead and you just let them go. Don't be ashamed to do it. And then here's the thing. You can forgive them, but you don't have to talk to them again. I'm like that with a few podcasters and stuff. I will never talk to them again because guess what? It's not important. They didn't give a damn the first time. Why the, fu- why the hell would I make a sequel to it? And I can say the same thing for other content creators too. You know? Should have enjoyed me from the get. But guess what? I already know the vibe. You know the vibe. And the thing is, is that guess what? You go ahead and say something about me. I roasted your ass. And that's why, more or less, you look like um, Stay Pub Marshmallow Man after he got roasted by the Ghostbusters a little bit. That's just the way it was. You know, don't let the nice guy stuff fool you and things like that. And, oh, yeah, let's clear the air on that. A lot of people try to be like, oh, Jason, nice guy. Jason, this. Nah, Jason, good man, which means that I can kindly tell you to F off any damn time I feel like it. And pretty much will if you got on my nerves about stuff. Buddy, I will lop off that limb in a minute. I I do not care. And you know what? Dealing with a lot of y'all got me to that point. Growing up and everything. But like I said, I try to be a little lenient on things. I try to. I'm a lot better than I was uh, first season. But here's the thing. It's just like, much like anything else, how are we going to get to that point? What is the consequences after all this aftermath and stuff? Well, it's not really a controversy. You know? People will make it a controversy. And they'll say it's complicated because they don't have a resolution to it. I say more or less, don't, don't make it bigger than what it is, but it already is there. Because people love it. People get off on other people hurting each other. People love it when there's a disagreement and there might be a little fight to it. You see that kind of stuff. World Star Hip Hop was actually a big thing because of the fights. It wasn't because of those um, aspiring musicians trying to make names for themselves. Oh, hell no. We don't give a damn about that. That's what SoundCloud's for. You know what I'm saying? Like, really think about why this stuff is even popular at this point. We, We have a problem. Our society in general has a problem. And like if somebody's already snapping off, oh, the mental health is unchecked, all that kind of stuff. All walks of life. Somebody needs somebody to be counseled and talked to. Uh, Once again, all walks of life. You don't know. That's why you got to be forearmed. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had uh, comedians up there on stage probably would conceal carry and stuff like that because some of you all, you know, think that, oh, I'm going to put matters in my own hands. I'm going to step to them and things like that. I wouldn't be surprised, man. You know, because sometimes you would think that there'd be a gate up there to protect them and stuff like that. I could see that happening too. Some places do have, like, gates up around the comedians and stuff to protect them so they can get to the backstage and stuff. It's like, you know, we can't have nice things. You can't have any sort of entertainment going on nowadays because you can't handle it. And you can't even own up to it. And then I'm sure there's going to be somebody that's going to be out there trying to say uh, something to me about this after hearing this episode. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't give a damn because you just proved me right. You couldn't handle it. You see what I'm saying? 
But you're going to have to learn how to endure a lot because guess what? Life just came around along with everything else and happily threw a couple of cracks at us and it's not done yet. I'm sure like there's another another flaming ball of hell that's just being warmed up, ready to go from the bullpen, ready to hit us right in the face. I can see it right now. But you know what, though? I'm ready. I'm ready to see it. But that's just, a, that's just where we are as a people right now, man. You know, like I said, all the horrible things going on, but then comes, oh, here's what happened in celebrity world today. And then the problem with celebrity world stuff is it trickles down to like where it's um, people like you and me who have to really go to work for a living and still keep our celebrity semi-celebrity status going. And then it trickles down to those out there who have no ambitions of being a celebrity, but they're trying to get where they need, need to be at. All that stuff trickles down here, and then we start thinking that we can do that to each other, and that's just not the way it works. Do you understand? See, because at that point, you know, you are getting knocked the F out. The only thing that you need to really, really rethink about is it really worth doing all this stuff for. But a lot of that stuff really comes from how the public perceives us. Oh, yeah, public view and peer pressure is a very serious problem, too. Now, you could be like me where you realize that the public is going to be whatever the hell it wants to be. is either on my side one minute or trying to go ahead and bury the next minute. Kind of like how, you know, Spider-Man's cool with the cops in one issue, but in the next issue they're ready to just pop a cap in his ass. Think about it. And since, you know, like, you might have that mixed view with the public from time to time, and you're just going to say to hell with it. I'm just going to live my life regardless. I don't give a damn. But I ain't going to let nobody kick my ass. I ain't that. I ain't a nice guy. Jeez. It's just terrible, man. People get stuff twisted all the time. And comedy, unfortunately get sucker punched every so often because of oversensitive people. Nobody cares about all that kind of stuff that somebody really goes through from time to time. But in order to get through life, you know, you got to make fun of some things. Now, if it's very harmful to you and stuff like that, don't be at the club that night. Or here, guess what? Don't go to the act at all. If you know that that's what that person's repertoire is. But, I mean, it's a lot to think about, but at the end of the day, you got to look inwards at yourself and all those kind of things. And then for those who actually perform comedy, they knew what they were going to do, but at the same time, hands are being tied. You know it's saying something when um, Jerry Seinfeld doesn't even do college campuses anymore. You understand what I'm saying? Now imagine if it was Dave Chappelle that got slapped. He wouldn't tolerate that. Think about it. But all in all, though... I'm just going to say this. That's what I have for you guys right now. I'm still going to be doing comedy. I'm still going to be doing every piece of art that I can. I'm still going to be making y'all laugh because I am so sick of the friggin' society I live in. And it deserves to be made fun of. And it deserves to be put in its place. And at the same damn time, I still got many J-Man episodes to do. Oh, and by the way, Jams 44 is happening Friday, and there's also a great Hangouts happening on Thursday. And then I guess tomorrow's a little open in it because I really want you guys to enjoy something. Hmm, is it going to be Power Play? Is it going to be SOTA? Or is it going to be another J-Man show? Hmm, or maybe a mini bite because we need to go ahead and keep that going too. So we'll see where we go from here. But other than that, though, it was good doing this episode for you guys tonight. I hope you all learned something, or I hope you laughed. The most important thing to laugh. La ha la ha Do that sometimes, okay? Maybe then you won't look so constipated in the face. Other than that, though, this is J-Man signing off. Peace.